on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Well, today's sip segment is all about whiskey. So we are. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. 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 So. Whiskey. There you go. <laughs> Here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From Aaron, we have uh, the Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Port Cask, the Aaron Single Malt Whiskey uh, Amarone Cask, and we have the Aaron Sauterne Cask. And from the folks at Signatory, we have their Glenlivet 2007 Unchill Filtered Collection. Uh, we have the Signatory Pulteney 2008 Cast Strength, the Signatory Glen Grant 2000 Cast Strength, the Signatory Coila 2010 Cast Strength, and the Signatory Kleinleash 1990 Cast Strength. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Oh, yes, it's sippin' time again. Welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. This is Made Man Bob. Joining me today are Made Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. Are you guys going to untie me after I review everything today? You promised me, right? We don't know. Don't <laughs> complain. There's people who pay good money to see you on internet right now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he has an OnlyFans page. You'd be surprised how much money he makes <laughs> off of it. It's a dollar seventy-five a yeah, week. You'd be very surprised. <laughs> and we got good old boy Justin. Good morning. I don't know if we should untie him, but we should at least put his pants back on. It's drafty here in well, the basement. He's done sampling. You just put the ball gag back in. Oh, there you go. Stop complaining that. Yeah, way. exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't have to listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, go open the go open the crate and bring out the gimp, will you? Yep. So. <laughs> And good old boy, Harmeet. Speaking of the game. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm afraid and uh, in the dark, and I want to leave now. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it's just, for, well, hold on. What? There you go. All right, well... Our sip segments are all about coffee, distilled spirits, tea, anything you can drink, wine, beer, sangria, you name it. We haven't um, done a coffee episode in a while, though. Well, we don't do them. <laughs> they do them at the home office. So, Well, that, that, that's them. Well, you get her on a plane and fly up there, I would tell you. Just because you like Sanka? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> We've got company, company. With, with that one uh, Manus Galco, the one comedian. We've got company. Would you like some Sanka? Yeah. I want to do the Jean-Luc commercial. <laughs> well, today's sip segment is all about whiskey. So we are. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. 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 So. All I have is a bottle of 
very, very, very old scotch. Whiskey! There you go. <laughs> uh, I was happy when you said whiskey, not when you said scotch. Oh, come on, man. Don't be that way. Come on, we got Star Trek, Scotty, Scotch. It's all good. Yeah, it's a good day. So here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From Aaron, we have uh, the Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Port Cask, the Aaron Single Malt Whiskey uh, Amarone Cask, and we have the Aaron Sauterne Cask. And from the folks at Signatory, we have their Glenlivet 2007 Unchill Filtered Collection. Uh, we have the Signatory Pulteney 2008 cast strength, the Signatory Glen Grant 2000 cast strength, the Signatory Coila 2010 cast strength, and the Signatory Kleinleish 1990 cast strength. So let's move on to our SIPS ratings, and we're going to have Justin tell us about those. It's not Scottish, it's crap! Yeah. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Water. Water. Bring water. Bring water. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? It sounds like if, um, like, um, Sean Connery suffered a traumatic head injury. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Yep. For Three. sure. Three sips. Mm, interesting, but what was this again? For, for a minute there, I got Puss in Boots. Did you get that? Yeah. I, I, it was like a cross between Puss in Boots and Zorro at the very beginning of that. So, yeah, okay. he was there. Moving on. Four sips. Let's keep the secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Still I don't know what that was. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I think that's from Kazakhstan. I think that, that was Borat, I think. That wasn't quite Borat. Kind of Borat. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. That was Schwarzenegger. That, yeah, oh he was virgin. Yeah. Get to the chopper. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get to the chopper. I'll be back. That was Hans Hear and Franz. Me now and believe me later. That was Hans and Franz. That's yeah, basically that, what that was. Yep, okay. That it was. All right. Well, rarely do we go into the toilet that quick. So, uh, <laughs> good Lord. So let's have Brent tell us about uh, our first whiskeys. Thanks, Bob. The Aaron Distillery was established by a group led by Harold, Harold Curry, a, firman, a former director at uh, Chivas Brothers and a D-Day veteran. Looking for a good water supply, they chose to build a distillery in La Carranza near the Lac de Davy on the north end of the island of Aaron. The initial distillery construction was delayed when a pair of Golden Eagles took up residence at the site, but was finally completed in 1995. Did they shoo away the Eagles, I wonder? No, they had a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, read the next sentence. They put them on the label on the cork. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> They're part they're, of every label. Yeah. Their bottles today feature two Eagles on the label and a, and a cork as a nod to their former visitors. They, they, turned, they, turned, the the, they turned the Eagles into glue, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how the label's yeah. attached. <laughs> the island has a long history of distilling, once being home to nearly 50 illicit distilleries. The most recent legal distillery on the island closed in 1837. Their visitor center was opened in August 1997 by Her Majesty the Queen, who was presented with two casts for Princess William and Harry. They're keeping the Harry one. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> they poured that one out. <laughs> 
1998, the first cask of Aaron was opened after three years of maturation by Scottish actor Ewan McGregor for the first legal drama, Mad go. Eon, on the island over 160 years. Aaron Obi-Wan was, drinks this scotch. There it's we go. It's got to be good. Yeah. Yep. Aaron was expanded in 2017 with the addition of a second wash still and a second spirit still in an expansion of their visitor center. So with that, we're going to get on to the Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Port Cask Finish. It's 50% ABV, 100 proof, non-age stated. This whiskey was matured for around eight years before being finished in used port casks. So the color of this is a light straw color. So on the nose, the first thing I th- thought of when I had the nose was baked apple pie. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just came right With through. With a lot it. of cinnamon on top. Yeah, and, and you know, it's like the. That, that crystal sugar. And that cinnamon. grandma's, that grandma's baked apple pie that you get. It's just, uh, and uh, just a little bit of vanilla after that. On the palate, there was some vanilla, some, uh, I got some fruits, some, uh, definitely some oranges in there. You know what? I didn't get that apple pie, which was what, you know, you, you have yeah. that, but. But the palate was just as amazing as the nose, but completely different. And that's hard to replicate that sometimes. But a uh, little splash of water, and it's really opened up with the, uh, with, you know, with the oranges and, uh, and the honey notes a little bit. Um, the finish just doesn't end. I am, uh, I am very pleased with this one. This one really... You know, makes me want to drink more. I mean, we've had their stuff before, and I've loved it then, and I really enjoy this one as well. What do you think? I am very aroused. What do you think, Justin? So, this spirit on the nose and its palate, it's very, very clean. And I mean, all the other notes, I agree with, but super clean. What do you think, Harm? Um, sorry, I'm having a little coughing fit. The 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 problem with uh, whiskeys of this this strength is if you have them in your mouth and then you inhale to speak without swallowing first, that's called a rookie mistake. <laughs> I did that earlier. This whiskey is beautiful. It's beautiful, like you said. It's clean. I didn't get as much citrus as uh, Brent said until it opened up with air. Um, the orange really came up, and before that, it was all about baked apples. Yeah, after you add the water, the citrus really comes yeah. through. So, I, and the peppermints there, and some these nuts. I don't know what that's roasted uh, like almonds. Yeah, I really didn't. I couldn't figure out the nuts at all. I really didn't get a, a the nuts on there too much at all for me. It's it's like roasted almonds, like almost like a Marcona almond. It's like it's it's light. Uh, and, there, yeah, the Marcona almonds. Yep, and um, I just. I love the way it tasted before water, but after water, it got better, and it lingered. Even it, it stood up to it, and and the finish got longer. Yeah, it, the, it yeah, the water lasts. didn't affect the finish at all. No, the the finish lasts forever. It just yeah. does it just sticks around, and it doesn't leave. And it it ends with like a hint of mint. Yeah, yeah, that's the cleanliness. Yeah, that's that's that fresh. That, that's why you think fresh. It's yeah. that freshness. That's that uh, mouthwash yeah. friend yeah. freshness. <laughs> it's better than scope. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they were going for. Yeah. You, can, you, you can be drinking mouthwash, or you can be drinking. <laughs> well, it's honestly, this is just another winner in the line from Aaron. I mean, 
we did a show featuring quite a lot of Aaron products not that long ago, and it was one of the most shocking shows in the fact that um, Brent loved all of them. And not that we buy one. And we all, all of us liked them, but Brent liked them too. Um, You know, they're killing it. (laughs) I mean, the guys in Aaron are absolutely killing it. They're putting out some fantastic spirit. I have yet to have anything from them I don't like, and this is absolutely fantastic whiskey. I I had some I didn't like, but that was when they first, from some of their earlier stuff, they had had a couple bad barrels that we got in Florida. But that was it. And that was almost. What twenty years ago? And we since then it's been and fantastic. We, and we, you know, I remember uh, a mutual friend of ours purchased some barrels and purchased some barrels from Aaron for one of his labels. And and it and I just remember drinking and going, my God, this is fantastic stuff. It's just again, baked apple pie on the nose, cinnamon and baked apples, a little bit of peppermint. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a bad whiskey from them in the last ten years. No, no. And on the palate, it's just beautiful fruit. The nutting, I get the nuttiness. The citrus notes are huge. Um, the finish, like he said, the finish gets longer when you add water, which is just absolutely counterintuitive. And the finish was already long, and the and and the end of that finish is that mint, that that wisp of coolness. Um, a fantastic whiskey, and one of the one of the times, like we always talk about, you know, when you're cast finishing, you're not trying to cover the whiskey, you're trying to finish the you know finish it up and fill in the holes. Uh, this one did it well, so. I, I, you know, I like it. Hey, and we're back, and we were discussing the uh, Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Portcast finish. Um, just a fabulous whiskey all around. Again, as as we always say, it, it, the the cast finish is meant to enhance the whiskey, not cover the whiskey up. And in this case, it all it did was just take a really good whiskey and elevate it. Um, fantastic finish. The, the really only thing. Well. This is my only caveat here, Bob. When you think of port casks, mm-hmm. I think of red fruit. Yeah. And I didn't get that here. No, it's no. a very unusual finish. It's I, I I was expecting different from what I got, but I'm glad what I got because it's fantastic. Um but all in all, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be rating the uh, Aaron single malt scotch whiskey port cast finish. A well deserved forceps. That's classified. If you find that one on the shelf, grab it. So let's go on to our next whiskey, and we're going to be doing the Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Amarone Finish. Again, 50% ABV, 100 proof, no age statement. This was finished in a selection of Amarone wine casks. Uh, The wine casks used for this bottling were sourced from an artisan producer of Amarone in the Veneto region of Italy. So it's got a really nice... Almost sort of a reddish bronze color to it. On the nose. When Brennan and I were doing it the first time, we just looked at each other and just went cherry. Cherry, cherry, <laughs> cherry, cherry, cherry. Um, the the tasting notes from the distiller, though, are absolutely dead on. I mean, I don't know who's writing their tasting notes for them, but they're absolutely dead on. Um, they've got cherry. I got the I got the chocolate. And then the Turkish Delight is absolutely there. Um, it's got a beautiful nose on the palate. Hold on. Mmm. Mmm. On the palate, I definitely get the pears. I get a huge cranberry on it. Get a little bit of a, a honey sweetness. And the finish goes on. It's got a nice finish. Medium to long. 
still get the cherries, get a dark chocolate, um, and I still get the stewed pears on it. I mean, I, I, I really love this one. Really great one. What do you think, Arm? I have to disagree with you, Bob. Well, you I don't. I do steak. not agree with their tasting note. But first off, Turkish delight to me is a candy that has too many different flavors. I can't call that a flavor because Turkish delight comes with like rose, comes pistachio. First off, we know you're lying because your mother doesn't love you, and she never gave you any. I had to buy them as myself. Exactly. There you go. So I had already developed a palate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did not have. I was not scarred by your weird, your weird candies as a child. Because in India, we don't give you candy. You get the belt unless you get all is. I got one B once. Your mom mom messed up. You need a more belt. Actually, you know what? My my daughter, my daughter came up with this herself. She goes, because she came, she came home with a B. She goes, I said, you got a B? I said, I know B means belt. And she came up with it herself. This is the kind of pressure she puts up with at home. You take my a, parents. You take a belt of that girl. I will come over and beat your rear end. <laughs> but anyway, I, I've I've had Turkish delights, and to me that, that that doesn't make sense to me. The cherries and chocolate I will give you. There's a oh, hint absolutely. of raisin, and you said you got the poached pear. I don't get the poached pear here. Front of the palate really? when you first sip it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's. Just to the very front, and then it's gone. <coughs> Swallow. <laughs> yeah, remember that. Swallow, don't inhale. Rookie mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to talk to you with the still whiskey in my mouth. Yeah. Um, At the first sip, it's there, and then it's gone. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. There's, there, there's definitely orchard fruit there. Yeah. But other than that, I, the flavors just go well together. I think they did a great job. And, and I don't normally with Amarone, like just like with the uh, the uh, port cask, I didn't get that traditional port cask taste. With Amarone, I'm I'm used to um, chocolate and raisins, the yeah. wine itself. Yeah, I'm getting the chocolate, but I'm not getting the raisin. Yeah, this is different. There's from, no raisins. Well, and honestly, one. a lot of the Amarone finished wines, uh, wines, a lot of the Amarone finished whiskeys I've had, I have not been a big fan of. It, you know, I mean, some some casts make great whiskey. Some, you know, it's like everybody's trying to do a tequila cast with bourbon and it just doesn't work. It's like, just give up. A I've, lot, had a te- I've had a mezcal cask with yeah, rye that worked. Yeah, but, That's about it. Yeah, but few. And Amarone has never been one of my favorite for finishing whiskeys. But this one, like you said, it's not a typical Amarone not typical, finish no. at all. It's it's very, very different. Um and I, I think that the flavors all work so well together. What do you think, There's Justin? There's a floral note, too, I can't identify. Yeah, Justin, yeah I can't, I can't put flowers. a finger on that. Yeah. After water, I got mesquite-toasted peach pie with a mint finish. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so you take peach pie, put it on the grill. Okay. Smoke I'm, I'm it, with you there. Smoke it with mesquite. I've never done anything remotely similar to that. And then it finishes mint strong after water before water it's what you guys said to me yeah i do pick up a little bit of that smokiness don't just, don't just do not bit. humor him no i do with <laughs> water because i just added water i don't know about the rest of it but there's a there's a smoky I'm dryness not getting to the it. peach and I, I i love peach pie no, i don't you know, i'm not getting that short it's in the that middle crust. finishes mint all right starts I'll give, you the, I'll give you the mint finish i'll give that to you peach pie yeah. in the middle and it does have a it's brief it does have a sweet spot in the center of the tongue i just can't right. really identify it as anything in particular yeah when i went to georgia had peach pie i was like that's it but it's i just, think you're it's, just it's you're just ephemeral. you're just it remembering that peach pie with yeah, loving. He's, yeah he's just <laughs> fantasizing about peach pie well that's certainly possible <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> what do you think, Brett? Yeah, so my brother-in-law, they, he has a, a pear tree in his backyard. Every year we get different pear jellies. And okay. this reminded me, like, if he made a, a pear cranberry jelly with honey, that this would be yep. it. Like, this would be exactly what it would I'm, taste I'm like. I'm having a hard time getting the pear. Do I need to add more water to it? The, the pear comes right off for me. It comes... Mm-hmm. I was like, that's one of the first things I noticed. I was like, wow. And uh, I just imagine him making a jam out of this and sending it off in the, for wintertime for everybody. It would be a, a nice little treat. He uses lots of different yeah. secondary it's, I, exactly. berries. And, you know? and, it's, and it's a fantastic flavor profile. But like Harm said, it's not what I was expecting when I tasted it no. as, as an Amarone finish. Not at all whiskey. what I was expecting. Same thing with the port. It was not what I was expecting. It was better than what I was expecting. And this also, not what I was expecting, but better than what I was expecting. Yep. I mean, really, all around, just a, a fantastic whiskey. And we're going to be rating the uh, Aaron Single Malt uh, Scotch Whiskey Amarone Cast Finish a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. And for the record, I've never had a Turkish delight. <laughs> we'll fix that. You were, a, yeah, yeah, you were a sailor. I'm sure you had. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what he calls Turkish delight, and we call it different things. Well, what he called a Turkish delight was what they refer to as a rusty trombone. Oh my yeah. god! So yeah, it's don't a look that thing. up, kids. Yeah, don't look that up. So, so let's go to Harm and have him tell us about our last whiskey from the folks at Aaron. Okay, thank you, Bob. Our final whiskey from Aaron today is the Aaron Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Sauterne Cask Finish, fifty percent ABV, one hundred proof, non-age statement. This is matured in oak casks for eight years and then finished in a selection of Sauterne wine casks, specifically selected by their master distiller for a talent, uh, from a talented small producer of Sauternes. So it's not Chateau Decam. It's a small producer and talented. I wish I knew who they were talking about because I really enjoyed this. The color is uh, like gold, although I can't tell anymore because I've added so much water to it. Um, it was the latest one we've had. Yeah. Of everything we're going to have today, this is the latest one. Before the water, it was all about honey, and I just thought the nose was muted. And when I tasted it, I it brought out some beautiful notes, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. When I added water, the flavor and the nose exploded. Yeah, uh, this one, this one needs water. Absolutely. Yeah, this definitely. It, it was. It just. It went from um, it golden raisins, and I could taste the botrytis, like from the Sauterne. There was so much good spice, and I can't read what I wrote here. What does that say? Hogwarts? No. <laughs> no. Anyway, it, it, it's, it was just beautiful. Um, let me just come back to it. So I'm seeing raisins, the botrytis there, honey, honeysuckle, uh, ra- uh, sultanas. Yeah. So this is, the palette's just gorgeous. Mm. All about golden raisin. All about toasty oak, um, honeysuckle, and apricot. And on the finish, it goes a little soapy, kind of like violets, but um, it stays towards honey and a little bit of like that. Um, th- th- that's just honeysuckle and grape. It's gorgeous. Yeah, this one benefited from water more than any of the three from yeah, it's just too muted without it brent what do you think about that yeah on the nose it's all orange orange is what comes out the most i, mean, I don't get orange at all you don't get orange on the nose at all you no, get that citrus orange note a, right on the nose a hint of, it's just a hint of orange peel just the uh, yeah the orange peel exactly and but uh on the palate when you when you open up the use the water to open it up a little bit it's like a white pepper explosion in my mouth just yeah. like gives me that whole yeah the nice spice mouth is coating. huge 
tingling all over the mouth and uh on the you're right on the on the uh, finish you get that you get that honey you get those floral notes really big floral notes on the, i get on more the honeysuckle than orange i don't know yeah but it's, it's still not another one of these that they've hit it out of the park with this one They've done an excellent job. If you're a scotch drinker, you're going to love it. If you're a bourbon drinker, I think you're going to love this. What do you think, Jason? I got honeycomb, chili powder. That's pretty much what I got on the palate. <laughs> okay, next. A little bit of cumin. <sighs> I I don't disagree with you with the cumin. It's just it's just kind of like right the edge. Right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, just a yeah, very 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 end of yeah, at the very very edge. It's that sort of earthiness kind of. To me, that's more like the botrytis, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I can see why you went the cumin. Yeah, we tried. I, I we poured these. I tried it and I thought, oh, that's pretty good. And then I added water to it and it got better. And then I added a little more water to it and it just exploded. Yeah, um, I I didn't I didn't like it. I couldn't smell it without the water. No, no, there was there was very little well, nose without the water. But once you added the water, you know, these go to eleven exactly. Yeah, um, fantastic whiskey. I'm really loving this one. Um, Aaron's been doing great things, man. I I I'm I'm so sad about those first couple batches I got twenty years ago because. I was like poo-pooing them for a while. Then now I've, everything well, I've tasted the last 10 years. We've done their wine so and everyone loved their main wine. Yeah. These are their new, their latest cast releases. And for an upcoming show, we have uh, the 21. And hopefully I've been promised to get a bottle of their 25. Wow. And they've only been around for 25, 26 years. So this is literally some of their first dissolute. So I'm very excited about that. When we get that 25 in, I'll probably put it with the 21 and we can... I'm sure, Go and of course, for things like that, I'm sure they pick just the best barrels. Yeah, you know, only the best of the best yeah. comes gets bottled from that. But I mean, on the on the nose, there's that honey, and then I do get the citrus, but it's more like the the pith on the citrus on the nose as it is for the peel. It's for more me, it's, bitter. The pith is more bitter. Yeah, it's. I'm not. I don't want to say bitter, but just not as sweet. Uh, I'm not as oily. Maybe but, that's why I'm not. I'm not saying it's orange to me because yeah. Brent says orange and. You say it's pith, and I'm thinking. Well, if you take know. the if you take the rind, versus if you dig a little too deep and get a little bit of the white pith with it, that's what I'm getting. So mm -hmm. I'm getting that citrus note, um, but it's let's agree to disagree on that. It's got a beautiful honey to it. It's spicy white pepper, hundred percent. It's got a little bit of a hold on. Hmm. It's got a little bit of a, a a salty maritime bit to it to me on the back palate. Just very, very, I think very you're reaching there, man. You're reaching nope. for the maritime note. <laughs> and I get it too. Do you really? Yeah. You get that salty on the back? Yeah, on the back, back, back palate. palate. Yeah, just a slight bit of salty sea air kind of thing. I get. The I'm vanilla. not going to go for the obvious dirty joke. I get the. Apprentice, uh, <laughs> apprentice, Marky. Well, he's the sailor, so. Um, and 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 a beautiful finish that just goes on and on and on. Um, an absolutely fantastic whiskey. Again, it's you know, there Aaron's a relatively, you know, new producer. I mean, they're in their 24th, 25th year, I believe. Um, but they're hitting it on all cylinders. I mean, I, we haven't had anything from them in the last year or two that wasn't absolutely fantastic. So we're gonna be rating the Aaron single malt scotch whiskey, sauterne cascade, well deserved. Four sips. That's classified. Keep it keep it coming, guys. Um 
let us know what else you got because uh, everything that's come out has, has been really, really fantastic. So let's go on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that. The Signatory Vintage Scotch Whiskey Company Limited was founded in 1988 by Andrew and Brian Symington and is one of the largest independent whiskey bottlers in Scotland. Independent bottlers have a long history in Scotland, with some of these companies tracing their roots back to the independent grocers in the 19th century Scottish countryside. Oh my purchasing casks and bottling them under their store's name. With some many distilleries in Scotland not bottling their own branded single malt, an independent bottler might be the only way you can try a single malt from that particular distillery. Some independent bottlers purchase new casks of new make whiskey and age it in their own warehouses with other mature product and bottle as it is or take that aged product and finish it in a variety of different casts before bottling. Signatory is a little in the middle, mostly buying young casts with some age on them that show potential, then further aging them or finishing them in various types of casks before bottling them. Signatory's warehouse currently holds 4,000 casks of their maturing whiskey. That's a small amount of cask, especially compared to anything down here in Kentucky. It's more than I have in my whiskey room. Yeah, it's and more it, than you can put in your, bar- your garage. Yeah. In addition I don't to that, I might get that many in my garage. He might. In addition to the casks purchased from different distilleries in their warehouses, Signatory House also has a direct source for one malt whiskey. Having purchased the Urador. Edradour. Thank you. Edradour <laughs> Distillery. Edradour. I've been drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2002. Uh, that's on the sobriety test. Saying that word failed. Signatory bottlings are all single casks. Edradour is also Scotland's smallest distillery. They're famous for their distillery cat. Oh, now cool. Yeah. I got to respect a distillery that takes care of a cat. That's right. I don't so, hold it against them that they like cats. I'm excited. So Distilleries to, need dogs. So now I could distill dogs. need dogs. You know. All right. I'm excited to talk about the signatory Glenlivet 2007 unchill. Moment the world has waited for. Unchill filtered collection. It's 62.6% alcohol by volume, or 125.2 proof. And I sure didn't do that math. Distilled September 4th, 2007. It's aged 14 years. Matured in a first fill sherry butt. And the color is dark orange. But what does that really mean? Nothing. Because they can put their own caramel if they want to. Not in this, they don't. They don't. Ah. But well, they're, allowed a nice color. Sc- they're allowed to in Scotland. Yeah. Mostly blended whiskeys do that stuff. On the nose, I got raisins prunes touch of grapefruit on the palate mouth filling spice black pepper the finish long and vibrant and water takes it to another level and what did you think brent well on nose i got uh, molasses and plum 
And then the palette was huge mouth coating, just huge. I got uh, a big sherry notes on it. The plum, raisins, uh, cloves came through with the spices, the spice for me. And a uh, nice, heavy, full finish. It just, it's just this uh, nice, it's a beautiful tingling sensation in your mouth, in your palate, and you know, on your on the your back of your palate for your finishing. I like how it doesn't doesn't stop. You know, when you talk about ones that that you enjoy and you want to just sit back and relax, you can enjoy something like this because it's just going to last. You know, last the whole night, last forever for you. This is you nothing know? like their blended product on the shelves, which is also awesome. What blended product? Quinn Levitt's not blended. Single yeah. malt. Okay. We'll it's, be back. It's multiple <laughs> casks. Would you like to retract that statement? No, but we can discuss it. <laughs> All right. Justin said blended when he meant Glenn Levitt. He meant multiple barrel pr- products. But what, what, Glenn yeah. Levitt is a single, they're, single. They're standard single, single malts. Yeah. It's a blend of you know several casks. Like I think it's 100 casks per, per batch or something like that. This is a single cask, so it's still a single malt, but it's, this is one one barrel. Um, and we we're Bob and I were discussing with you guys off the air was some of the best stuff from these distilleries comes from these independent bottlers. Yeah. Instead of here, let's take a hundred barrels and make our standard everyday stuff, our most pedestrian that appeals to everybody. We have to make the same flavor profile every year, year after which, year. Which is fine. Which I is mean, what you do. Which is what you do. I mean, you're, that's why you're selling a lot. I, I totally get that, but it's different. These guys are going for unique. This tastes like no other Glenlivet you've had. Nothing like any it's other It's a Glenn single Levitt barrel product. They've yeah. made, let's see, uh, is this right here? They made, uh, this is a barrel number... Uh, Nine zero zero six six two. There's only six hundred eleven bottles of this made. If they, you want this exact, they could one, send me the other six hundred and ten. I'd yeah. be perfectly happy with it. But so this is going to be unique. These well, that's really and that's why we in. love doing uh, you know the independent bottlers. bottlers. Yeah. I mean, you know, folks like Signatory. A lot of times, some of the best whiskeys from the various distilleries we get from the independent bottlers, not from the distilleries themselves. Now, not saying they're not putting out a good product, but because you're, you know, you're targeting, you're, you know, you're, you're throwing a dart at one barrel at a time. So they're able to pick out some of these, you know, sunshine barrels, the, you know, that, that, that God shone his light upon them and said, that's going to be a good one. They're able to pick those out. Bob, I want, I want the barrel with a halo around it. That's the one I want. <laughs> oh, I've had, and we've had a few of those, yeah. you know, I mean, if this bottle disappears. Don't look in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Just be wasting your so, time. Yeah, like like the best the best Kalila I've ever had was actually a signatory Kalila. It's always yeah, it was always not from Kalila. It's not from Kalila. Yeah. The best the closest Kalila I've ever had has always been from somebody else. I don't know why. Gordon McPhail makes yeah. a good one, but I had a yeah. signatory one that yeah. was amazing. You know? Yeah. But, but, so these guys just go to these distilleries, they get to pick through any barrels they want, and then just like buy when them. Sto- just like when store picks with like yeah. with, yeah. with our with our with our lucky seven or our our um are Elijah Craig. I, I told I turned down 16 barrels of Elijah Craig before I got one yep. I liked. Right? Are they bringing these guys like six samples and say pick one if you want? Or I don't know if they're going there and trying. These guys are going there. They're probably going. And they're probably not doing that. They're probably like doing yeah. like we did. We'd like, we'll taste 10, said yeah. we don't want anything. Come back another time, taste another 10. You know, you know? But you or know what? But with this one, they picked the right barrel. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah. I mean, and they did their own aging. And they, yeah. they moved it to their own warehouse. So they've, they've, you've changed some of the factors. The variables are changed. They've added value. 
Yeah. A, a, absolutely fantastic barrel. So anyway, I, I as for the tasty notes, I got more butterscotch and caramel when I first approached it. But the tasty notes are kind of gelling with what you guys said. I'm getting like, it's like a fruitcake. It's like a, a really golden brown fruitcake with tons of butter. There's dried fruit. There's pastry. There's bread. There's vanilla. Not the one you get from yeah. your mother-in-law, say thank no. you, and throw it in the trash. No, this, this one's good. And if you're a sherried scotch fan, <laughs> yeah. this is the one you want. Like I, I lived in New Orleans, and, and they uh, there was a um, Franciscan uh, friars who used to make fruitcake. People would come from other parts of the country to buy their fruitcake. This this is that. Yeah. Well, we're going to be rating the signatory Gwynlivet 2007 an extremely well-deserved. Oh Five sips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without hesitation. So we're going to move on to our next one. Have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. The next one is the Signatory Pulteney 2008 Cast Strength Collection, 56.2% ABV or 112.4 proof. This is distilled May 27, 2008, 13 years old, matured in refilled bourbon barrels, and finished for 44 months in a fresh sherry butt. The first thing I'm going to say about this is I don't want to give you my tasting notes without the water, so add water because pre-water was you didn't like it at all. Not, not, I did not care for it one bit. I mean, I just didn't. There was nothing. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I just didn't like it at all. So you have to add water to this one. And the on the nose, you're gonna the, the the raisins come out. I get a little bit of a, a little bit of a coffee on there on the on the. Um, I'm getting oatmeal now. You're gonna need some oatmeal. It 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 didn't wasn't there before. It's after air. Yeah. The on the palate though, I get the raisins. I get the coffee. I get like a white pepper spice. Everything though on the everything for me on the, for the mouthfeel is all is all back palate. But the one thing that stayed the same for me from the water to the no water was a very kind of dry finish. And I had this. It's it's opening up a little bit more with the water, but it just hasn't got there yet as far as. Uh, it's just a little bit too dry for me. But Harm, what do you think? I, I have guess. to agree with you. I hate agreeing with you, but I have to agree with you. This is the weakest one I've had from them today, but probably from for a long time. I, I and I do like Putney. I just think this barrel didn't hit it. This wasn't. This isn't. This was not the one that God shined upon. Yeah, it's it, well. It was okay. What what? It's not bad. You know, it's it's not a yeah. It's just compa- compared to the others we've received them. This is <laughs> no, this I'm, is the I'm last even, one. I'm of not them, even yeah. comparing the others. Like, yeah. is as if I, if you just poured this to me, like I'm, I'm in a fancy restaurant, I'd go. I'd okay, like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is something you'd it's, pour. It's got restaurant. a nice sherry note to it. I, I get some sweet sultanas on the palate. Um, it's a little bit creamy. It's, it's just dry. It's got a nice. It's got a nice viscosity to it, but it is. It's 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 no, a little it's, bit dry. It fools you because yeah. the viscosity is really good, but then. The flavor's not there, and then it yep. just ends like very tannic and yep. very drying. What do you think, Justin? Well, okay, he's I done. Re- yeah. I remember like um, old Pulteney seventeen, yeah, old Pulteney twenty one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We were getting some like really clean, serious apple action going on, yeah. like you're drinking. Um, yeah, well, like back a really in, good fruit box. Back in like uh, 10, 15 years ago, I yeah. think their best whiskey of the year. Yeah. Now this has that fruit. You you would identify this as old Pulteney in a blind test, yeah. but it's spicy and rich. Yeah. So I'll disagree with you guys in that I actually like the take on it because it's 
Old Pulteney different. Well, and again, it's a single barrel. Yeah. It's a single barrel. It's a Everybody's single barrel. different. Yeah, so they're all different. So that's the thing. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Signatory Pulteney 2008 Cast Strength Collection uh, three sips. Interesting. So that takes us to our next one from Signatory, which is the Glen Grant 2000 Cast Strength Collection, 57.3% ABV, 114.6 proof. This was distilled January 25th of 2000. It's 22 years old, uh, matured in refill butts and finished in a fresh sherry butt for 19 months. Got a beautiful, dark, 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 rich color to it. On the nose, it's got a little bit. It's a little bit of flowers, a little creaminess on the nose, but on the palate. Mmm. Mmm. Burnt toffee, dark coffee, rich notes. It's got a very nice, rich, um, matured but not dry oak to it. Um, dark stewed fruit. Very dark whiskey. I'm absolutely loving this one. I mean, I'm a I'm a big Glen Grant fan anyway, but this is really well done i mean this one's really really well done what'd you think harm this one was kind of weird for me it's it's 22 years old it's 114 proof i refuse to add water to it which is different for me um loads of raisin and chocolate but and the fruit i had a hard time figuring it out now that it's had time to breathe it's fig jam it's cherries and fig jam but not cherry jam but like fresh cherries and fig jam no, I don't give me the fig jam. Absolutely, the fig and, jam. It's like a, it's I, like I, eating a fig Newton. I get the I get the uh, white flowers that you're mentioning as mm-hmm. well. And wow, this is just such a beautiful whiskey. And um, the palate is just heavy, mouth coating. It's full of toffee and sweetness. And it's, it's dark and brooding and mm, just oh, this is Heathcliff on the Moors. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What do you think, Justin? So, on the beginning, I got nice oak, I got caramel, and then I got, like, brie, and then saganaki, which is the flaming Greek cheese with that caramelized little bits on the top. It's not the cheese part. You're talking about the the flaming, br- the brandy, the metaxa. No. Really? I'm talking about the actual flaming cheese. cheese. I know what saganaki, saganaki is, dude. Yeah. I'm going to Greek Fest next week. The little, the little crispy bits yeah, yeah. of the Saganaki All right. just finishes there. And the finish is just mm. a nice, you know, vibrating, long finish. It didn't start that way, but after water, man, it really opened it up. I haven't touched it with water. Should I do it? Should yeah, I, yeah I did. I, and and it, it didn't. I didn't get a huge bump. It definitely opened it up a little bit. Could be it's, oxidization in time. It's still dark and sinister and just... Like you said, Heathcliff on the moors. You know, I, I, you know, when I drink this, I think of a dark, foggy, rainy moor with werewolves. Werewolves, definitely werewolves. You know, werewolves in a bottle. Exactly. Yeah, this is this is just this is fantastic. What do you think, Brent? I enjoyed this one. You know, you Holy. when you mentioned the uh, the fig newtons, those are that does that. You know, you have that that burnt that you know that burnt toffee to it. Yeah. You know, and it's got that the that toffee to and it. the fig jam, fantastic. Exactly. You know, so it's that and pleasant. I 
I, I added water to it. I enjoyed it more with the water than without the water. I, you know, I think I knew all of these. I think I think the I've water brought up more sweetness, but I think I like it either way. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's floral on the floral. Yeah, well, we're floral be, fig Newtons and uh, and burnt toffee. We're going to be rating the signatory Glen Grant two thousand cast strength collection a well deserved four sips. That's classified. It's five, and you know it. I think it's five, but we have some heathens at the table with us. Heathens. Can we stab them? Yes. All right. Stab them in the eyes. Yes. So let's... Uh, <laughs> oh, hit my glasses let's, again. <laughs> let's go to harm for our next one. Do you mind telling me what this is all about, mister? <laughs> oh, what do we got here? Klein leash. Nope. Oh, Kalila. Kalila. Oh, well, Kalila. I skipped <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't even take any notes on this. I just gave it a rating. I loved it. Well, I'm gonna you're do, like I'm gonna me. do my notes live for you. It's cool, Ela. You're already happy. I I'm already happy. It's I Kalila. understand. I mean, again, we're at the table with heathens, and it's a signatory Kalila. Mm-hmm. And I, as I mentioned earlier, my favorite Kalila ever, I think, was either a Gordon McPhail or a signatory cast strength. And what is this? Mm-hmm. It is a cast strength. Who 57% loves you? percent ABV. Who Bob, loves you? Bob, you you're go. the best. Thank you for making Good boy, this Mongo. Here, Mongo, smell, <laughs> smell, Mongo. <laughs> Good boy. 114 proof, distilled October 12, 2010, mm. 11 years old. And that's the, this is the key thing. Kalila, 9 to 13 years old, is the sweet spot. If you guys are finding a private uh, distiller, a, a private bottler, independent bottler, whatever, and you see, don't look for that 12. Look for younger or a little bit older. That's what you want. I think not, 8, 9, 10 are good, but 9 has been my favorite. Uh, this is... Uh, what is this? 11. And this is beautiful. The color is a deep mahogany. The nose, wow. It's burnt toffee at a wood fire with maritime sea smoke, saltiness, caramel, uh, rich rich fruit underneath. Because Kalila's always like taking a marshmallow and putting it in the fire and then waiting until it turns black. And then you you, you let that, you, you, you blow it, the, the fire goes out, and you get that, that, that you've got that charcoal briquette on the in the on the end of your your stick, but underneath there's that sweetness. That's what Kalila is to me, and this is what these guys bring. And that's point now counterpoint, Brent. I've never chewed a burnt stick that got sweet. <laughs> underneath, <laughs> underneath that charcoal, I just that want- sweetness for the man who hates peat and smoke. Okay. It's oily and rich. It I, sticks to your I palate. I mean, you're the one who said it tastes like a burnt stick, and I agree with you. <laughs> and I agree. I mean, and I agree with you. But I don't get a sweetness yeah. after underneath a burnt the, stick. You, you, you taste that marshmallow and, I mean, and tropical fruit underneath. Uh, this is where. Nope, nope. I am uh, not going to not going to enjoy it. It smells like a burnt cow field to me, and uh, and it tastes <laughs> it tastes like and it tastes like a burnt stick to me. I it's just what it was. I was this one is not for me. It's for you. Yeah, it's for and me. that's okay. I get just a wisp of campfire smoke. It's not overwhelming on the nose. No, no, whatsoever. no. It's not overwhelming um, on the, as far as smoke and I get goes. I get a, that it's I get a rich peatness to it, but not on the in palate. your face. I get a I get a lovely sweet toffee. It's not like some of these others that yeah. we've had. That's uh, overly again smoked. a beautiful and and that's not Kalila's style anyway. So right a beautiful Kalila. Uh, the signatory lighter smoke. Well, the signatory Kalila twenty ten cast strength collection. We're going to rate a well deserved four sips. We're skipping Justin. We have to go fast. We're well, we're going to time. Justin for our last one. So we're going to talk about signatory Kleinlish nineteen ninety. The moment the world has waited for. There you go. 
cast strength collection. 43% alcohol, well, 43.7 alcohol by volume. And 87.4 proof, distilled in 1990. 31 years old, matured in ex-bourbon barrel. It's sweet. I got light grapes on the nose, salty on the palate. Sweet, dusty, vanilla. The finish was long and narrow, but that was like an hour ago now. Pretty much the same thing. What would you think, Brent? Yeah, I got some green apples on the nose. The uh, The nose was more promising than the palate for me. This is going to be one of those ones that the, the scotch guys are going to love. The bourbon guys are not going to love. I mean, I'm, for we me. We almost got into a fist fight over this one. <laughs> when I smelled, the first thing I got was the green apples and like uh, yes. sour grapes. Yep. Um, once I let it get some air and put some water in, I got cookie dough, like just specifically shortbread dough. Um, it's It's got a, a huge fruit salad on the palate for me once you add water the fruit really comes through i think harm said candied violets that really comes through um orange peel I, I, apple I pear orange grape yeah it's all there's a fruit salad i got the candied violets and i i freaking love this and they hated it and or brent and justin did i don't know God, this is this split us. Well, they're heathens. They it's, it's, you did know. I just say <laughs> it was, stab them in the eyes? It was very stab polarizing. Them in the eyes. If you're not a Scotch guy, Leave you're them not alive, but stab yeah. them in the eyes. Well, we're going to rate the signatory Quine Leash 1990 cast drink bourbon in spite of these two, a well deserved force it. That's classified. Well, that's all we have today. I wish we had some more of these because, God, there was no bad whiskey today. Um, I want to thank our co hosts for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Thanks for giving me burnt sticks to chew on. You're welcome. Thank you, Justin. (laughs) Thank you. That was fun. Man, a few words. Thank you, Harm, for at least having a Scotch guy I love you, Bob. Damn their eyes. Aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. And fortunately, we didn't have to do that today. So speak for yourself. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> the worst whiskey today was better than some of the best bourbon I've had. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff today. So I love this job. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 